If you've got your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 4, verse number 17, so we're going to start. Amen. Luke chapter number 4, verses 17 through 21, and we're going to read our text tonight. Amen. Verse 17 says, And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, and recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. And he gave it again to the minister. And sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fasting on him. And he began to say unto them. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Amen. If we could lay our Bibles down, let's ask God to help us tonight. We need to have God step into this place tonight. Lord, we love you, Jesus. God, I ask that the Holy Ghost would move in our midst tonight. <clears throat> God, oh, you need to anoint us. I need to anoint you, Lord Jesus. And I pray right now that your Holy Ghost would step into this room. God, that our minds would come together, Lord, that we'd be willing to focus upon your will being accomplished in this place. Lord God, I believe every time we come together, Lord, you have a word to work through. But we must find that place tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Can we bind our voices together in worship of him tonight? Oh, come on, let's lift our voices to him this evening. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I glorify you. Oh, I magnify your most holy name tonight. Oh, we've come to give you glory and honor and praise in this service today, Jesus. Lord, we've come to bind our minds together, Lord, and focus upon your perfect will in this place today. God, that souls could be changed and lives could be restored in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord, and we praise you today for it, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. You may be seated tonight. Praise God. Praise God. The Bible tells us that there is only, if you read through the scriptures, there is only one that can really help you. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> we believe that there's only one God. Amen. I think I can get most of you on board with me here in the next few minutes. But we believe that there is only one God. Amen. There is none beside him. Amen. We go all the way back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse number 4. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Amen. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 5 goes to say, and he says, I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God beside me. Hallelujah. He said, I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. He said, I am the Lord. There is nobody else beside me. Amen. We serve one God. Hallelujah. We have one true help. We can go all the way back to the beginning of, of, of the world and we can find that there was only one at the beginning and there will be one at the end. Amen. And we're going to be with him forever. And I'm looking forward to that day. We sang about that around here a little bit. I'm looking forward to spending time with my Savior, worshiping him face to face. Hallelujah. There's only one God and his name is Jesus. Praise God. There's none beside this one true God. Amen. In the Old Testament, you can go through there. You can find many different descriptions of, of God. Amen. And I'm, I'm building a, a, a foundation here. Hopefully you can ride with me for just a few moments. Amen. He's known throughout the Old Testament in many different ways. But yet no matter how you look at it, it's still the same God. Performing different things for different people. Amen. Praise God. I, I put a list of, 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 of names that they give to him 
in the Old Testament. It's not exhaustive by any means, but just a few ideas of what they thought God was and who God was in the Old Testament. Amen. The first word that I put down here was Adonai. They referred to God as Adonai. Simply means he's my Lord. He's my master. Amen. They, they also called him El Shaddai. They, that simply means that he is Lord God Almighty. Amen. Elohim simply means he's our God. Amen. They called him Yahweh, which simply means Lord Jehovah. Amen. And then they called him several other things like Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. They called him Jehovah Raha, the Lord my shepherd. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. They called him Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Amen. Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Mikodeshkim, the Lord who sanctifies you. They called him Jehovah Jireh, the Lord is our provider. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is my peace. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. They called him many things in the scripture, but it was so a descriptor of this one God that was always there when we called upon him, and that was his name was revealed to us in the New Testament as Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We've got to understand. That even though he he performed all these things in the Old Testament. And they were right in calling him Jehovah Jireh because he is the provider. Amen. They were right in calling him Jehovah Shalom because he is the God of peace. But that was not his name. Amen. His name was revealed to us. Ever since the beginning of time there was a plan. And that plan from the beginning of time was God. Amen. John chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and and the same was in the beginning with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sin didn't catch God off guard. God had a plan from the beginning of time. When He said, let there be, He had a plan from that time. And that plan was God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. The plan was not just God. It, not, it was not just God, but that, that plan was also that God was going to do something from the beginning of time. Amen. We've got to understand, God never had us on the, second bur- on the back burner waiting for something to happen so he could can, he can let this plan unfold. He didn't have a plan B. This was, this was his plan. Amen. Praise God. And his plan was revealed to us. Amen. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go through this. I know a lot of us understand this. A lot of us know this. But I, I think it does us good every once in a while to go back to the roots and say, all right, where is all this coming from? Where was this plan? What was this plan that we have all derived from? Hallelujah. Those of us that have had the Holy Ghost for a long time, I know I for one have sometimes just taken for granted the knowledge of I believe in one God and His name is Jesus Christ. But where did that come from? Where was all this established? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me say something before I go farther. In the Old Testament, we, we can read of time after time where God stepped in and he, he delivered his people. Amen. That's where a lot of these names came from because God stepped in and took care of situations. He gave them peace when they needed peace. That's why they called him Jehovah Shalom. He stepped in and provided for them when they needed provision. The manna. Amen. The quail. He gave them to eat. Amen. Praise God. And I'm here to tell you today, and I'm going to get there in just a minute, but he is still the same God that provided back then. He is still the same God that spoke peace to them in the midst of their storms. Amen. He he did not change. The Bible said that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. I, I, I think it's easy for us to quote the scripture and say he's the same as he was yesterday, That he's going to be in the future. But sometimes I think we forget that God can be the same as he is in in the past. And as he is in the future. As he is right now. Amen. Hallelujah. That power 
it never loses. He, God never loses his power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's still at his spoken word that things can be changed. Amen. Hallelujah. I said it's still at his spoken word that things can be changed. Hallelujah. Praise God. But God had a plan. God had a plan. And that plan was God. And that plan was from all the way back in the beginning. Amen. John goes on to tell us what this plan was all about. He said there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. John was not that light, the Bible tells us, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. And that light was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world did not even know him. Amen. He came unto his own, the Bible says in John chapter 6 and verse number 11, and his own received him not. John chapter, six and 12, John chapter 1 verse 12 says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Even to them that believe on his name. This was not just to those who read John the first time. But it's for us still today. But as many as receive him. As many as come to the understanding of who Jesus Christ really is. And that he is God wrapped in flesh. Coming to dwell among men and dying for our sins. It was to those that came to that realization that was given power to become the Son of God. Amen. I want to be the Son of God. Amen. I want God to give me that revelation. Hallelujah. Of the mighty God in Christ. Of that mighty plan that He had from the beginning. Amen. Verse 13 goes on to say, which were born not of the blood, but not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but they were born of God. And the word was made flesh. Here we go talking about that plan again. The plan was made flesh. It was revealed to mankind. And it dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as of the glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. What was that thing that came to earth and was revealed to us? That was Jesus Christ. That, yeah, that, that thing that was born of a virgin, her, that, that her name was Mary. That man that came from her and they named him Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, because the Holy Ghost spoke and said you should call him Jesus because he will be, he will save his people. Out of the sins. Amen. The word was made flesh. That plan that we've been talking about. God became flesh and dwelt among us. Hallelujah. You've got to understand that it was, it was that very flesh that came. That took upon himself the fullness of God. It wasn't just a part of God. Hallelujah, I said it wasn't just a part of God. God didn't just say, all right, I'm going to let a portion of me go to the earth. But the Bible tells us that all of the fullness of God dwells in Jesus Christ bodily. Hallelujah, all that power, all that majesty dwelt in the man Jesus Christ. And he, and he lived upon earth and he dwelt among men and he suffered the temptations that you and I suffer. Hallelujah. And he died for us. He paid the price that we owe. Hallelujah. I do not deserve somebody to step into my place and say, you know, it, it, Brother Brandon, I don't care what you've done. I'm going to die for you. Hallelujah. We're not just talking about anybody here that walked up and said, I'm going, to take, I'm going to let them take my life instead of yours. Because of what you've done, I'm going to take that guilt upon myself. I'm going to, I'm going to bear this iniquity. 
It wasn't just any ordinary man. But it was, understand, the fullness of God in flesh. It was all of heaven's glory and majesty wrapped in flesh that stepped on earth and he took our place. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The thing that I owed, the amount that I should have paid was my life. But God said, no, I love him too much. I'm going to do something about it. I think it's time to put my plan into effect. I think it's time to go wrap myself in flesh uh, and, and die upon an old rugged tree just so he can spend eternity with me and worship me just like I created him for. Hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Hallelujah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in each and every one of our lives, but I can tell you something. Sometimes we need to get to a place and say, God, I did not deserve the goodness. I did not deserve your favor. I did not deserve your mercy. And I'm thankful tonight. I just want to say thank you. And I submit myself to you anew and afresh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kind of got ahead of myself. But I said that, I said that uh, the flesh, in the flesh of Jesus Christ, dwelt the fullness of God. Amen. I want to take us back to the scripture. I'm not just pulling things out of the hat up here. I want you to understand this is in the scripture. 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 tells us, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. The next word says, God was manifest in the flesh. Oh, come on. It's not just another angel that was up there in heaven. But it was God himself that was manifest in flesh. He was justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Who's this talking about? It's talking about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, the man Jesus Christ is who dwelt, who, who indwelt the whole fullness of God. Amen. Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 through 9 says, As ye have, re have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. Understand, this is who we're talking about. So walk ye in him, rooted and built in him, and established in the faith, faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. There's plenty of that going on right now. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's going to get worse and worse as the day approaches that Jesus comes back. Amen. We've got to have a hold on this, this revelation that God has given to each and every one of us. If you don't have the revelation tonight, you need to get it before you leave this place. Hallelujah. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Why? Verse 9 tells us, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Paul said, everything that you need to believe points back to Christ. And before I forget, I want to insert my, my message title right here. Jesus is the answer. Amen. I said, Jesus is the answer. Paul made it ev very evident and he made it very clear in his writings that there was only one man that things should revolve around and that was Jesus Christ. The gospel is based upon Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Your salvation is based upon and founded upon Jesus Christ. You can't get around the fact that the answer to your dilemma, the answer to your problem is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In Jesus Christ dwells all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus dwelt. In, inside Jesus dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead. Hallelujah. All that God has been known for 
and all that he was known as throughout the Old Testament and throughout all the years was wrapped up in fullness in Jesus Christ. Every aspect of Jesus Christ was proven. I am the one true God. That's why when he stood in the Garden of Eden and they came and they asked him, Art thou Jesus of Nazareth? And he responded, I am. And the men fall backward because he did not just acknowledge that he was Jesus of Nazareth, but he acknowledged the fact that I am. Hallelujah. I am Jehovah. I am Adonai. I am El Shaddai. I am Jehovah Jireh. I am Jehovah Shalom. I am whatever you need me to be. I can step in. I can fill the gap. I can deliver you from whatever you need to be delivered from. Because I am. Hallelujah. Jesus wasn't just another man that walked up on the face of the earth. He wasn't just another prophet that came and began to prophesy to the people of God. He wasn't just another good man. He wasn't just another Messiah, but he was the Messiah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, it wasn't just another man that, took, that came and died for what he believed in. But it was another man that walked upon the face of the earth. But it was just, it was a man that God put his fullness into. Uh, and he took upon himself all the iniquity of the world uh, that we could live eternally with him. Hallelujah, come on, let's worship him for it tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if you're feeling what I'm feeling up here, but there's something about it when we begin to proclaim who Jesus really is. It's not that God is, I'm not up here to bash Trinitarians. I'm not up here to bash anybody else to believe, but I'm up here to teach truth and preach truth and proclaim the whole gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. There's still power. Hallelujah. And one God preaching. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I did not come intending to preach 100% on one God, but there's power. We have to understand. We have to understand that there is power. There is power in the revelation of the mighty God in Christ. And we have to understand that before we can even move on in salvation. That there is only one God. And there is only one name that is given among men whereby we must be saved. There is no other name given that we must be baptized according to. Amen. Matthew 28, 19 said, Go ye therefore and baptize in the name. Singular. It did not say the titles, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But it said in the name of the Father. And in the name of of the Son and in the name of the Holy Ghost. There's only one name, and it's consistent throughout the Scripture. Amen. Praise God. Jesus tells us that in Him dwells all power. Matthew 28 and 18 says, And Jesus came and spake to them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Amen. Praise God. Jesus, and Jesus contains all the power. Amen. All the power that we read about in the Old Testament. All the, all the power that we read in, in, in the things to come. All of it is wrapped up inside of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Hallelujah. We've got to understand this. Because if we can get a good and perfect understanding of how powerful this is, the revelation that all this power that has been God's throughout eternity never changed. It never changed hands. It's the same God, and His name is Jesus. He, was just re- he just revealed Himself 
in the fullness. Hallelujah. He had to show his plan. Hallelujah. And that plan was Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus is. Jesus is the name that we all must take upon ourselves to be saved. Amen. Praise God. If we can understand that Jesus has all power, then you will understand why it was important for him to come and to die and to raise again, taking victory over sin. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't have to be subject to sin anymore. Jesus fulfilled the law. Fulfilled the law. He didn't do away with the law. He fulfilled the law. Amen. Giving us an opportunity to become free from the law of sin and death. Amen is what the Apostle Paul tells us. Praise God. Praise God. Because Jesus lives, we can find deliverance. Deliverance. Amen. From the things that oppress us. Amen. So I say it again. I said, because Jesus lives, we can find deliverance from the things that oppress us. He can deliver us from the things that torment our mind. He can deliver us from the things of the past that come back and haunt us time after time. God can do these things. Amen. The psalmist tells us in, in Psalm chapter 18, verse 17, he says, He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. Hallelujah. Sometimes those thoughts become overwhelming. But I can tell you, Jesus can step in. All power is in Jesus Christ. He can step in, and those things have to flee. Amen. As I begin to think about the power of Jesus Christ, I begin to think of the time that he went across the sea into a place called the Gadarenes. Amen. It's not, a, it's not an unfamiliar story, story for most of us. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this real quick because this is what I felt. Amen. I believe somebody can find deliverance in this place tonight. I didn't come up here just to get red in the face and scream and holler just to make you guys jump up and down and say hallelujah. But I came tonight to see somebody's soul set free. Amen. I don't know who you are, but I know God has come in this place tonight. And he has decided, okay, I've come and I'm going to deliver somebody in this house tonight. Hallelujah. Not one of us has to turn around and walk out the back door the same way that we came. Why? Because Jesus is in this place. Hallelujah. I felt him as I began to worship earlier. And I felt him as I began to preach this evening. Jesus is in this place. And he is ready to extend deliverance to whoever needs it. He's, he's willing to, to stretch out and, 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 and allow healing to come in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Well, Jesus, when he was on earth, he got in a boat. And he told his disciples, he said, I must needs go to the other side. I, I've got to get to the other side. And in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 15, I don't know if I'll read all this, but I may skip some, some of this. But he said, and they came over unto the other side of the sea, <clears throat> into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had, had, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains. And the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. <clears throat> Neither could any man tame him. Amen. This man was bound. You think you're bound? This man was literally bound. Amen. Not just with chains, because he could get out of those things, but he was bound by torments in his mind. This man had a devil. Amen, if you will. Hallelujah. And I'm not saying if you're having torments in your mind, you're devil possessed. So don't even, please don't, don't, don't misrepresent what I'm trying to say here. But this man was devil possessed. But if you notice in verse number two, it says, And when Jesus was come out of the ship, the next word says, Immediately there met him, out of, the, out of the tombs, this man. 
immediately. There was no hesitation. I can't find that I can't find that he was walking up as Jesus got off the ship. The Bible says immediately that man was there. He was full of devils, but yet when Jesus, that was full of all power, stepped off of the boat, this man that had been tormented for years and bound with chains and, and, and still had devils in his heart, in his mind, this man was there immediately. Why? Because something, he recognized something there. There's power about that man. There's something different about this man. He's not the same as every other man that I've come in contact with. There's power that's associated with this man. And I've got to get to him because I feel like if I can find him, I can make it out of here different. Amen. Praise God. And, it, and it, we could go through here where, where these, these demons begin to cry out of him, leave us alone. And, and, and finally they, they said, well, just cast us into the swine that are up on the hill. And, and they cast, Jesus cast them into the swine and they took the swine and cast them into the, into the river. And, and as this man was delivered, people came around. Verse number 15 says, and they come to Jesus and they see him that was possessed with the devil and that had the legion sitting and this man was clothed and he was in his right mind. Why? Because the man that was all powerful, the God that was all powerful. Amen. The plan was standing on that shore that day. The power of God stepped on that shore that day. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, the power of God is in this place here tonight. Amen. And if you want deliverance, you can find it in this place tonight. And let me tell you, this man had a legion of devils, thousands of devils, at least 2,000 devils in this man. But yet this man was still able to be at the feet of Jesus Christ when Jesus stepped upon the shore of the Gadarenes. And he was able to attain his, his deliverance that day because Jesus was there. Hallelujah, Jesus is here tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus is stepped into this place tonight. And he has come to set free the captive. Hallelujah, there's nothing in this world that can stop you except for you. You've got to make up your mind whether you want deliverance tonight or not. The demons could not stop this man. The, the devils in hell, they cannot stop nothing, nobody that wants deliverance from Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just before Jesus stepped on the gap, just, just before, hallelujah, I'm sorry. Later on in, 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 in Jesus' ministry, they were going over the sea, and a storm came up, and Jesus had stayed back to pray. And these men were in the midst of a storm. Hallelujah. Praise God. And these men were beginning to be frantic. They think that they were thinking they were going to they were going to sink. And as these men began to try to save their lives, they looked up and seen somebody coming their way. And Peter looked out and he said, "Jesus, let me paraphrase. If that's you, Call for me to come. And Jesus said, come. And Peter stepped out of the boat and began to walk to Jesus. He's walking upon the water. It's a miracle. God's doing great things for him. But then all of a sudden he looks around and he sees the storm and he sees the winds and he sees the, the waves around him. And he took his eyes off of Jesus. And he began to look at his circumstances and he began to sink. Amen. I've been there a time or two. Amen. God's been doing great things. Amen. And all of a sudden I look around. Oh my goodness, the circumstances are horrible. How in the world am I going to last? But let me tell you something. Jesus stepped down and he picked him up. And he walked with Peter back to the boat. He picked him up out of his circumstance and helped him back into 
safety. Amen. I'm telling you, when Jesus steps on the scene, there's nothing that isn't impossible with him. Hallelujah. The scripture tells us that with God, all things are possible. Amen. Your situation may look impossible in your eyes, but let me tell you, I serve a great big God. Amen. I serve a great big God that has all power in heaven and he has all power in earth. And there is nothing in this world that can stop me from touching him if I want to get to him and I want deliverance bad enough. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm telling you tonight that if you want free from whatever it is you're dealing with, you need the Holy Ghost again, I need the Holy Ghost on a regular basis. I've got to have it. If you're lacking, Jesus is here tonight. Amen. I don't care what the devil has told you. I don't care what's going on in your mind, in your home, in your, in your life. I don't care what's going on. Nothing can hinder you if you want deliverance in this place tonight. I haven't forgot my text. My text, I read where Jesus got up and said, I have come to preach the gospel to the poor. I have come, I've come with a purpose, is what he was telling him. Reading from the scripture. And I'm telling you, tonight, Jesus has come with a purpose. Jesus don't just show up in any place without a purpose. Amen. I don't know exactly what all he had in mind when he decided to come here tonight. But I can tell you I felt him in more than one occasion in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Can we all stand this evening? You want deliverance in this place tonight? You can get it. Hallelujah. If you want deliverance in this place tonight, you can get it. My Lord, hallelujah. Jesus didn't come to earth just to waste time. He came to pay the sin, pay the, pay the debt that we owed. And the only thing he's asking for us to do is to give our lives to him and live our lives for him. Amen. Amen. And the way we do that is we, we are born again, as he told Nicodemus. We have to be born again. Jesus came that he could save us from our sins, not in our sins. When you get back filled with the Holy Ghost, you don't leave to return to the things that you ask for forgiveness from. But you leave a different person. And at that point, when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, God endues you with power. To overcome all of that temptation. You say, well, you don't know what I'm faced with, but I don't have to know what you're faced with. God knows. And he was faced with every temptation you're faced with. And he, he overcame it without sin. And he has given you power. He has filled you with the Holy Ghost. And he has given you the, 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 the ability to overcome sin. You, can't, you cannot abide in your sin. When you fall, you have to get back up. It's that simple. It sounds easy. When you're in the midst of it, it's a little bit harder. But let me tell you something. Jesus is always there. Just like he was for Peter when Peter began to sink into the sea. Jesus is standing there saying, all right, just look up at me, and I'll help you out of this. He's here, and he's wanting somebody to come and yield themselves to him again tonight. Amen. These altars are open if you want to come and pray. God is here tonight, and God wants to change your life. God wants to help you. God wants to deliver you. God wants to give you strength like you've never known. Hallelujah. Key in living for God is not that you never fall, but it is when you fall, you get back up again. Amen. 
Hallelujah. If, if, you, if you feel like you need God to help you in your life, why don't you come and help and pray? Oh, I need you, Jesus. I got to have you, Jesus. Oh, I love you so much. Oh, God, I need you. I need your help tonight. Hallelujah.
voices to him right now. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. trips are